1: Hi everyone and welcome to Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter, your breakdown of all the key events in the world from the past seven days, all in one bite-sized podcast. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week.
0: It's been all excitement and the sense of
1: pride that we could actually provide this uh, vaccination to our patient is something that is so positive amongst the negative things that's happened this year. I think, I think we're all looking forward to actually giving our vulnerable patients and the community to have some protection from this devastating virus. And I think as a nurse that's really important for me, knowing that they're going to be safe. This week, the first group of people have received the Pfizer and BioNTech vaccines after it was approved by Britain's medicines regulator, the MHRA, the week before. The first person to receive the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine in the world was a UK grandmother as part of a mass vaccination programme. Margaret Keenan, who turns 91 next week, said the injection she received at 6.31 GMT was the best early birthday present.
0: And what do you say to those who might be having second thoughts about having this vaccine? Well, I'd say go for it. Go
1: for it because it's it's free and it's the best thing that's ever
0: happened uh, at the moment. So do, please go for it. That's all I say. You
1: know. This is the first of 800,000 doses of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine that will be dispensed in the coming weeks. Up to 4 million more are expected by the end of the month. Hubs in the UK are starting the rollout by vaccinating the over-80s and some health and care staff. Senior NHS sources told the BBC thousands of vaccinations had taken place across the UK on Tuesday, with the hope the life will begin to go back to normal next year. In an emotional interview on Good Morning Britain, health secretary Matt Hancock said it was a tribute to scientific endeavor and human ingenuity and to the hard work of so many people
0: so we got this worry that we can't blow it now peers we've still got to get the vaccine to millions of people and so we've got to keep sticking by the rules but it's just You know, there's so much work gone into this and I'm really, really, it makes me proud to be British.
1: Prime Minister Boris Johnson also paid a visit to a London hospital to see some of the first people getting the jab and said getting vaccinated was good for you and good for the whole country. Although this vaccine brings us hope in putting an end to the virus, coronavirus cases in the UK are still high. On Tuesday, the UK government reported a further 616 people had died within 28 days of a positive test, taking the total, by that measure, to 62,033. A further 12,282 people tested positive for the virus. And next. It
0: was to be able to go back in time, I would definitely have stepped up and changed a whole bunch of different scenarios. Just speaking up, one of them, not being afraid to, uh, to say, this, is, this doesn't seem right. And I would have been able to change the whole situation.
1: This week, death row inmate Brandon Bernard was executed in Indiana after last-minute clemency pleas were rejected by the US Supreme Court. Bernard, who is 40 years old, was convicted of murder in 1999 when he was a teenager and is the youngest offender to be executed by the federal government in nearly 70 years. Bernard's execution is one of five. Four more executions are planned before the end of Donald Trump's presidency. Before dying by lethal injection on Thursday, Bernard told the family of the couple he killed he was sorry. Since the announcement of this, the reaction on social media has been mixed. His sister spoke out on the matter by suggesting people should be given a second chance with a chance to change.
0: I think Brandon needs
1: a longer life to show that you can still change, and you can still make a positive influence. There has also been a celebrity outcry on the matter. Reality star Kim Kardashian, who is also currently a lawyer in training, opened up on her Instagram stories, saying she broke down in tears following a conversation with Bernard hours before his death. On Twitter, she wrote, They killed Brandon. He was such a reformed person. Before Trump took office, there had only been three federal executions since 1988, which is when the US Supreme Court reinstated the federal death penalty. Typically, executions are carried out at the state level, not by the national or federal government. Attorney General William Barr has said his Justice Department is simply upholding existing law. But critics have said the move is concerning, coming just weeks before Joe Biden who has said he will seek to end the death penalty, takes office. However, in Trump's final days, there has been a rush of federal executions. If all five take place, Mr. Trump will have overseen the most executions by a US president in more than a century. It would bring the number to 13, which is the total number of federal executions since July. And finally,
0: We need to be very, very clear. There's now a strong possibility, strong possibility, that uh, we will have a a solution that's much more like an Australian relationship with the EU than a Canadian relationship with the EU. That doesn't mean it's a a bad thing. There are plenty of ways, uh, as I've said, that we can turn that to the advantage of of both sides.
1: Following a trip to Brussels to negotiate the EU-Brexit deal, Boris Johnson says there is a strong possibility the UK will fail to strike a post-Brexit deal with the EU. With the UK expected to leave the EU in the new year, time is running out to reach an agreement before the UK stops following EU trade rules on 31 December. Speaking for the first time since a crunch meeting in Brussels, the Prime Minister says Now is the time for firms and people to prepare for a no-deal outcome.
0: I've just uh, updated Cabinet on where we've got to with our friends and and partners in the EU. And they agreed very strongly with me that the deal on the table is really not, at the moment, right for for the UK.
1: There have been weeks of intensive talks between officials on the Brexit trade deal. However, they have failed to overcome obstacles in key areas including competition rules and fishing rights. Although Mr Johnson met European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen on Wednesday, the pair failed to make a breakthrough. Talks continue between the two sides, but Mr Johnson said they were not yet there at all in securing a deal. Mr Johnson pledged British negotiators, who earlier resumed talks with the EU counterparts in Brussels, would go the extra mile to reach a deal. Mr Johnson is currently concerned with the EU wanting to keep the UK locked into its legal system or face punishments, such as taxes on imports, which had made things much more difficult. If this is true, the PM added that the EU's proposals would mean, despite leaving the bloc earlier this year, the UK would be forced to remain a twin of the European Union and would unable to be independent as it originally intended.
0: Whatever new laws they brought in, we would have to to follow or else face punishments, sanctions, uh, tariffs uh, or whatever. And it was put to me that this was kind of a bit like twins. And uh, the UK is one twin, the EU is another. And if the EU decides to have a haircut, then the UK Going to have a heck.
1: Despite a failure to come to any agreement earlier on in the week, Prime Minister Boris Johnson and EU Commission President Ursula von der Leyen released a brief joint statement following what they called a useful phone call on Sunday morning. They said they discussed the major unresolved topics and that despite the exhaustion of many months of talks and multiple missed deadlines, it was responsible to keep trying to break the deadlock the UK and EU have agreed to carry on post-Brexit trade talks after a call between the leaders. So, you're all caught up. That's where we are in the world this week. Be sure to listen next week to stay up to date on the latest news around the world. Search Where We Are with Nina Porter on all podcast platforms and subscribe today to get new episodes first.